Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash The Fan. Primetime Stock Watch. What's all the hype? Are Isaac and Soup buying it or calling BS and unloading it fast? Sounds to me like you guys are a couple of bookies. Is the hype accurate or a bunch of hot gas? Before you buy or sell, listen close. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in and you've got the stock market beat. But the man worthwhile is the man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. <laughs> Primetime Stock Watch is brought to you by one. 1-800-DIVORCE. When you need to take stock of your rights, 1-800-DIVORCE is on your side. Call 1-800-D-I-V-O-R-C-E today. Real quick before we, we stock watch, I just wanted to double check this because we were talked about the stupid fumble by Hardman. I want you to realize that in a game of this magnitude, he touched the ball three times. He gained one yard and fumbled twice. <laughs> wow. That may be the greatest stat line in playoff history and damn near cost him the game. Two catches, one rush, combined total, one yard, two fumbles. <laughs> mm. way, to, way, to, way to go. All right, here's Schultz with our stock watch. Um, sucks. Yeah. Losing sucks. Losing to them, losing anybody at home sucks. That was Bills quarterback Josh Allen after their 27-24 defeat to the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. And the debate raging on all over social media about that loss for the Buffalo Bills. Of course, Allen throwing for a touchdown. He had two tutties on the ground. People are picking apart his decision-making at times during the game, though. He's a good quarterback, but... Also, people pointing out he hasn't been able to lead his team past the AFC Championship in 2020. So, do you guys buy or sell that Josh Allen is an elite quarterback? Yes. Oh, for God's sakes. And by the way, his numbers in those Kansas City games are phenomenal. Oh, there, yeah. He's got like 23 touchdowns and I think four or five picks, and he's been great. He was, he was very good in, in that one. Yeah, he's elite. Now, there's like five or six elite quarterbacks in the league. 
and you don't think Josh Allen is one of them? Yeah, Josh Allen is elite. He's just not Patrick Mahomes. And I would like to point out for the thousandth time, he beat Patrick Mahomes. He scored the winning touchdown with 13 seconds left. And then their crappy-ass special teams and defense allowed them in 13 seconds to get in field goal range. Not Josh Allen's fault. And then Josh Allen never touched the ball again. He's elite. He's just not that guy. We all thought that Mahomes and Allen would be like right there dueling back and forth. They're not. Patrick Mahomes is one, and you, you know, and then up to you where you want to put Josh Allen, but there's not five players outside of Patrick Mahomes better than Josh Allen. He's definitely elite. I sell that. Uh, I think, and and I'm not trying to say that he's as good as Mahomes because we just talked about that, about how Mahomes is just another level and the best player in the league. Uh, But if you look at the true, like the great, 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 greats, they all have elite head coaches. You know, Montana had Walsh. Brady had Belichick. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has Andy Reid. I think the coach is what holds Josh Allen back from being put into this conversation. I do not think Sean McDermott is very good at all. As a matter of fact, he almost blew it. He almost blew the whole season. They almost didn't make the playoffs. Um, But he, to his credit, he changed out offensive coordinators. That worked. And, um, you know, they they ended up getting the home game in the divisional round. Still didn't win. I, I, I really believe as good as Sean McDermott likely is, he is not good enough. And I think the Bills, I don't know, I, I they're probably not going to fire him because he salvaged the season. But, man, you know, if I'm a Bills fan and I've got Josh Allen, and by the way, his cap number, I think, goes to $47 million from 18 next year. Did you know that? Yeah, they got to figure out. Like, they're in a cap situation where they got to restructure a bunch of guys. And... Yeah. So I, I, coaching is going to become even more important. Yep. I think that um, yeah. I'm taking a look at, I don't know, if, they're probably not going to make a change there. But I think over the next year to two years, I really believe the Bills need a new coach. Tampa Bay did it with Tony Dungy, who was great, and you know, and I think John, if, John Gruden won him the Super Bowl. If Josh Allen had what we consider to be an elite coach, uh, now you're cooking with with uh, grease. Yeah. Is that what they say? Is that the is that think, the line? I think it's cooking with fire. Cooking right? with fire. Yeah. Well, I, I want to cook with grease. <laughs> you cook with gas. Maybe that's cooking what it with is. gas. Cooking Maybe with that's gas. What it is. Yeah. yeah. Now we're a, cooking with yeah. gas. There now you go. we're cooking with gas. Yeah. Get that guy an elite coach, and I think we'll talk about him differently. Well, I think it's important, right? I mean, you can't. I don't know if it's you know it's not the first thing you think of if you go to L.A. or just in general, right? You got the sun, you got the beach, you got plenty of other things going on. And here, man, man, it's harsh winters, right? Auto industry, blue collar, um, things aren't always easy. Piano. Um, and I just think that's you know that's what we're about, and that that was. You know, you want something the city can be proud of. Though You can look at those guys and say, man, I can back that guy. I can back that team. You know, I can resonate with those group of guys. Um, you know, they're kind of salty. You know, they, they don't quit. They play hard. Um, and so I, I feel like we've done that. And I think these guys, you know, they have a kinship with this city and this area. And they love it, man. That is Lions coach Dan Campbell following their 31-23 win over the Buccaneers to punch their ticket to the NFC Championship game this weekend. Obviously, Detroit, a lot to be excited about, have not won a division at all in 30 years, and I believe they are tied uh, pre-Super Bowl era for the most NFL championships. Post-Super Bowl era, they have won zero. 
And it kind of struck me, you know, hearing him talking about that, it, it made me think of back in 2010 when the Saints won the Super Bowl after Katrina. You know, the city is connected to these teams. Obviously, a massive, massive uh, event happening in the city of New Orleans. So that's not really the comparable thing to Detroit. What's comparable to me, though, is the love for the team. And because of that, guys, after the win, I feel like Detroit is going to be sailing as far as, like, fandom versus San Francisco fans rooting for the Niners. Do you guys buy or sell that the Lions will have more momentum than the 49ers going into the NFC Championship game? I don't know about momentum, but they're the, they'll be America's team. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. More people will be pulling for Detroit than anyone else. If you don't have a team in, 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 in this Final Four, you're pulling for Detroit. It's by far the most likable team. Campbell is by far the most likable guy. Again, there's a lot of different arcs, like you mentioned, from the city of Detroit and just kind of the blue-collar nature of it. And you know, People making fun of Dan Campbell when he got hired with the kneecap stuff and you got a great redemption story with your quarterback. But momentum? I, I don't know. I mean, at this point... I mean, they played one more game than San Francisco, but San Francisco is coming off a, a big win over over Green Bay. I think anytime maybe you're the underdog, maybe there's some momentum there because you're playing with house money. But I, I don't think that momentum in either one of these games has much to do with with anything. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a factor in the game, but I do think they have mo- more momentum. But that all gets thrown out the window, you know. Yeah. When Jared Goff gets sacked and fumbles on the opening possession of the, yeah. the Niners go down and maybe Greenlaw runs it in for a touchdown. <laughs> Instead of just falling down. You know, just fall yeah. down! Well, fall down! Well, I wanted Greenlaw... How many people were rooting for Greenlaw to get <laughs> to keep, that to keep going. son of a bitch in the end zone and <laughs> just, get us a cover? Just keep going! Get us a little backdoor cover there! No! Alas, it didn't work no, out. No, it did not. But, uh, yeah, so I think they, they have the women in. They, they have nothing to lose. They're the underdog. Uh, the Niners did not play well. Um, and you know they're a little like, ooh, uh, yeah. we need to tighten hey, it up. Exactly. They know so, that that's not good enough. And the Lions don't think that way, or, You know, even though Dan Campbell tried to screw it up at the end of the game there. Uh, so I think they do have the momentum, but I just, I'm just i not sure how much it matters. Let's put it that way. Love looking, throws back across his body over the middle, intercepted. It's picked off by the 49ers. It's Greenlaw's second of the night. He runs back Go! to the 40, Go! reversing field Go! to the right. Chase from behind. Go! Gets away from Jaden Reed. Go! Finally brought down by ah! And the 49ers are going to win. 
Oh, God. That was the second interception Keep of the game going. by Jordan Love to seal the win for the San Francisco 49ers. Drake Greenlaw with his second pick of Love for the game. You know, Love, he came in. You mentioned it last hour, Suit. So go check it on the Service Patriots podcast that he had a great final eight games of the season leading up to the playoffs. So they definitely, we were just talking about momentum, had some going into the playoffs. He's really good. He's their future and you know, maybe not necessarily going to lead them to a Super Bowl, but you're now fine in Green Bay, not worrying about your quarterback. But do you guys buy or sell throughout that game? A couple of decisions that he made, looking like Brett Favre on that final interception. Do you buy or sell that the Packers lost the game because of Jordan Love? Oh, hmm. interesting. Again, I, I hate the idea that one guy, again, Bass didn't cost Buffalo the game. Allen didn't cost him the game. McDermott, it's always a, a bunch of factors. But well, the kicker missed the big yeah. field goal, too. Yeah, which, by the way, did you see the Tom Rinaldi thing? No. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a kerfuffle now between Tom Rinaldi and Matt LaFleur. Why? Why? Uh, well, oh, I want to hear about this. Yeah, it's a, look at, it's, a, it's a whole thing. Two of my sports favorites. Yeah, well, apparently uh, Matt LaFleur is pissed. Uh, he seems like kind of a low-key red Well, ass. he said something apparently off the record, and Rinaldi used it and made it to the broadcast about his kicker. And, anywho. Uh-oh. Um, did they well, lose, I want to hear about that. Did they lose the game because of Jordan Love? No. Did Jordan Love play a huge part in costing them the game? Yeah. yeah I, I, I will not say that, that Jordan Love didn't play great, neither did Brock Purdy. Neither one of them played a great game. And Love made some 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 piss-poor plays. The The first interception was a, was a bad throw, was high and behind, got tipped. And the last one is inexcusable. If you know, because he's a he's not a rookie, but because he's a, a first year starter, we're gonna look at that and be like, oh. But if again, if that had been Lamar Jackson, oh my God, Dak Prescott, if that had been, uh, imagine if that's Josh Allen, we murder the poor guy. So he's not solely responsible, but he didn't play well enough to win, and his mistakes were, um, for a young team that's not as talented on the road, you can't overcome those. So. I'm stopping short of saying he's the reason why they lost, but it, it was yeah. it wasn't good. That's a tough one. That's a good question. I I, I can't blame him, but I want to. <laughs> I mean, I that that interception. I mean, they're come both bad. On, dude. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you a rookie? I mean, he's not a rookie, but you know, close to it. Still, that's, an experienced guy. You can't. God, you can't do that. But the kicker missed a field goal. The defense, you know, they gave up a, a key. Um, touchdown you know the other thing is they did not you know they were up was it oh gosh i can't remember the score these games all blend together but they were up um four and were driving they had to settle uh oh no that's when they missed the field goal, when they but, missed the field goal yeah that that drive right there because i don't it, know if you can blame that on love but well it would have made it, it made san francisco's touchdown would have tied it not yeah. not put them in, in the lead and then of course we had the two drops yeah, there's a lot of uh, on interceptions things. that, and one of them would have been a pick six. There's just a lot of stuff. So I, I I'm going to stop short of blaming Jordan Love, but that last interception, man, that that was brutal. Yep. Um, they they looked good. Green Bay, that that was a hell of an effort. Yep. And and the uh, I saw an interview with um, Christian McCaffrey after the game, and he said, and and Joey Harrington was talking about this on our show on Friday. He was talking about sometimes you come out and you play, and the game never feels right. And that's what McCaffrey said. He said from the very first snap of that game, it did not feel right. And the Niners scrapped their ass all the way to a, a huge gutsy win. But 
I just give a lot of credit to Green Bay for making that game the way it was. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to stop short of blaming Jordan Love, but my God, that last throw, he can't have it. I uh, love you guys. That's all I got for you. What? Was that only two? That was three. That was three. And we got, that was like a 12, 13-minute segment. We good. And by the way, like everyone right. on Green Bay's offense, basically, outside of like Aaron Jones. Yeah. And who, by the way, he was great. Dude, they're, they're not yeah. all back. They're all like they're 20, all young. They're all like 27 or yeah. below. I mean, it's, it's baby. So you can't do the, oh, you're young, you'll be bad. Go ask Dan Marino that. But they're better in, than we thought. In theory, Green Bay should, for the foreseeable well, future, be very good. And weren't they... I don't know what the record was. Weren't they like four and seven or yeah, something? Yeah, they were cooked. Yeah, but they, they, they clicked. Yep. You know, that's kind of fun to see a young team do that. Yeah, and bright future. So the future is definitely bright. All right, there is your stock watch. It is each Monday brought to you by Goldberg Jones. When it comes to divorce, custody, or child support issues, trust Goldberg Jones to help. 1-800-DIVORCE. Phone questions answered at no charge. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 